Welcome to episode number four of the Lean Into Life podcast, where we have conversations about life, personal growth, and self-love that will inspire you to live your best life. And today's conversation is with myself, Ashley Ann, and we're going to be talking about facing your past so that you can embrace your future. Let's dive in. Welcome back, episode number four. Let's talk about facing our past and ultimately what that allows us to do is embrace our future. And I want to share a little bit about about my experience with this and why I, I feel that in order for us to experience true happiness, and experience life in the present moment and to really enjoy our lives today in the now, it is important for us to not run away from the things that might be keeping us in the past. Let's be honest, there are are sometimes things and situations that you think about and there's feelings towards that. And I felt that very strongly. I, um, let's, let's go to where it started. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a single parent household. My mom raised myself and my two sisters, uh, pretty much on her own. And my dad wasn't really around for, for most of my life. Not that we didn't have any sort of communication, but, um, it just wasn't regular. We, we weren't in the same country either. So it was, it was tough growing up and that, you don't realize sometimes how much of an impact that has until you are a little bit older in life. You know, sometimes when you're young and you might not even know fully what's going on, but nonetheless, I didn't realize that my relationship or or non-relationship with my dad had such a big impact on relationships that I just had in general with uh, friends, significant others. Um, For me, I really always felt like I felt like I couldn't fully depend or let people into my world because I had this deep rooted fear that people were always going to leave. And it really showed up in me getting attached to people that were coming into even my sister's lives. And, um, and it was hard. It was really difficult to, uh, to really see that and and be given that evidence that people are always leaving and you know and you it's it's hard not to internalize that and feel like oh what's wrong with me but as i grew up and as i of course now have gone on my own healing journey and have absorbed personal development and lots of books and all of that jazz there was i got to a point in my life where I really was pissed off at the world. You know, I, this goes back to 2010 and I was in a car accident and I was, I was really angry with my family, my extended family, because I just felt like 
I felt like nobody really cared, you know, and that to me was them not picking up the phone to call me to check to see if I was okay. And um, even my dad, you know, I was really let down and really disappointed that he didn't pick up the phone to, to just make sure that I was okay. And that really was kind of a, a big trigger for me. And it set me off. I feel like I changed into a completely different person. I was, I was really angry. And it was about a year later, I remember having this conversation with my mom. We were sitting at like the dinner table and she, I, I can't remember what exactly sparked this up, but she said, she said, Ashley, you don't have to hate the world. And it was like in this moment that I couldn't even recognize who I had become. I was so bitter. I was so angry. I was hurt, upset, like everything, you name it. And in this moment, I realized that I had a choice to make. You know, I had a choice to essentially change. And obviously this didn't happen like in an instant, And it it happened later on where when I was going on my own, like just healing journey and going on my journey of discovering more about who I was, what I wanted to do in this world, where my place was. And it wasn't until probably, I want to say in and around like 2013, maybe even later where I had reached out to my dad and I knew that's where I knew that's where my biggest healing was going to happen. And I wrote him a letter just expressing myself and it felt so good. And I, I really expected that that was like going to be the turning point, but I didn't get a response and it was so disappointing. And it wasn't until a while later, probably more than a year, um, that I got a response and we finally actually sat down and went for a drive and we had a conversation and it was literally the first conversation, like real conversation that I've had ever had with him. And in that moment, I was so ready to, to let go of the past, to let go of the, the hurt and the anger. I was quote unquote, like I was over it and I just wanted to move forward. And I just wanted to more than anything, have an actual relationship with him. And I want to also mention that I was not the type of person to confront or have these really difficult, honest conversations. It was the most difficult thing for me. I was someone who just literally bottled everything up and I would hold everything inside. I didn't know how to communicate my thoughts. And so I, I really turned to writing most of the time, hence me writing a letter to my dad, but it was the most freeing and liberating moment. And it was in that moment that just everything, the weight on my shoulders that I felt like I was carrying the hate in my heart, just like really as cheesy as it sounds vanished. Because I was just, I was done living in the past. I was done focusing on all that had happened that we couldn't change in the present moment. None of that mattered anymore. And 
that's really the difference is that we really do only have this present moment. Like the past and the future, they don't even exist. The past are just memories, but we really only have this this present moment. And it was it was my turning point. It was the moment that gave me so much confidence to be able to do that with others. So, you know, sometimes when you end relationships, they may or may not end in in a in a good way. And I found this courage to really reach out to, you know, significant others that I had had relationships with and essentially try and really just take responsibility and ownership for my part in how the relationship ended. I can't take responsibility for for anybody else. I can only take responsibility for myself. So I reached out to past, past boyfriends, quote unquote, and it was like one after another. I felt so relieved and I just felt like this is exactly what I needed to do for myself to not carry, not carry guilt, not carry any heavy weight of emotions on my shoulders. And I think that's what happens. We do that so often when we don't resolve or we don't face whatever it is that's holding us and and really being is heavy on our hearts. And sometimes you might not always get a response from these people. It's not about expecting an apology. It's it's not even about that. It is simply a matter of taking responsibility and you immediately take back ownership and control of of your life. It's no longer about the other people. It's no longer about what he said, she said, what the other person did. It is you taking back full control of yourself and your emotions and no longer no longer having this this attachment to other people and that's what facing facing our past so that we can embrace our future really is about it is having those either tough conversations or it could also be writing letters and sending them you know i know people talk about writing a letter and maybe you just like rip it up no send it it's important for us to release. And that's the key is we're getting so stuck in keeping all of it bottled inside of our body, physically, literally, and we're making ourselves sick. We're actually making ourselves so sick from carrying stress, weight, guilt, all of that. They're not bad emotions. They're just heavy. And when we hold on to to it so long, it becomes almost comfortable and safe. And then we're in a constant, almost like a constant routine of self-sabotage and staying because it's familiar in the guilt, in the drama, quote unquote. And that it stops us completely from experiencing true joy and true happiness in our life because we're so stuck in the past. And so the, the, the reason why I wanted to share this is because of how much it has impacted my life. And when I say that 
I was so deathly afraid of having these very raw confrontational conversations. I'm not kidding. I like flip back to memories of, you know, sometimes, you know, if you get into an argument with a significant other, you go for a drive and you try and like resolve it. And I remember, I can, I, I picture myself right now and I visualize myself in a car right now with a significant other and him kind of voicing his, his frustration and, you know, whatever. And I'm just silent. Like nothing is coming out of my mouth because I am just so paralyzed by that fear of speaking my truth. And we've talked about this. We talked about speaking our truth. The past is not doing us any good hanging over our shoulders. We are missing. We are missing life in the present moment. When we are so stuck on what happened 10 years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago, whatever that is, whatever happened yesterday. And that's where it's really about a matter of face it and make a choice, make a choice in this moment to face it and to move on for yourself, not for anybody else, but for yourself, because you owe it to yourself. You owe it to yourself to experience and live in this present moment. And you deserve the ultimate experience of life to the fullest and happiness and joy. So whatever that looks like for you, I encourage you. I encourage you to face whatever it is that you are still holding on to so that you can fully embrace the the present moment so that you can experience true joy, true happiness and really feel what it feels like to be free. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. I hope this was a helpful conversation. And if you want to continue this conversation, send me a message on Instagram, words by Ashley Ann, and we can continue this conversation. I look forward to hearing from you to continue this conversation. And if this resonated, share it, share it and tag me as well on Instagram. Again, words by Ashley Ann, and we will see you next week. 